Hi, I'm David Green from Canela. Today, we're going to talk about omega fatty acids. The different kinds of omega fatty acids, where they come from, the positive and potentially negative effects they can have on our bodies and health, and what to consider when adding an omega supplement to your diet. First, let's give ourselves a little historical and scientific context. The husband and wife team of George and Mildred Burr published two papers in the Journal of Biological Chemistry in the early 1900s, highlighting the potential health benefits of omega-3. Thanks to their research, our understanding of omega fatty acids has developed precipitously. These nutrients have attracted vast media and medical interest, fueling an insatiable global demand estimated to be worth a staggering $57 billion by the year 2025. Despite this huge global demand, there remains much controversy within the media and medical profession about just how helpful omega fatty acid supplements are and how they should be used. So, let's explore what we know so far about the role of omega-3 and its health-promoting properties. Let's discuss exactly what essential fatty acids are and why they're important. Omega-3 is an essential fatty acid. The body can't produce it on its own. Therefore, we need to consume it in our diets. Omega-3 fatty acids have many important health benefits, including a role in reducing inflammation and in heart, brain, and nervous system health. According to a study, Mintel's Attitudes Toward Healthy Eating, UK, February 2017, 29% of UK adults believe that they are not getting enough good fats in their diets, such as omega-3. All fatty acids, including omega-3, are made up of chains of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen atoms. Omega-3 is polyunsaturated, which means it has two or more bonds in its chemical structure. Omega-6 is another type of essential fatty acid, also polyunsaturated. But unlike omega-3, omega-6 is thought to be pro-inflammatory when consumed in excess. Omega-6 is important for energy production, and it plays an important role in maintaining the immune system. But this pro-inflammatory action can occur when too many of the signaling molecules, called eicosanoids, are produced by omega-6. Despite these dangers, certain types of omega-6 fatty acids have been associated with certain health benefits. Gamma-linolenic acid, or GLA, is a type of omega-6 found in oils including evening primrose and borage oils. Studies have found that GLA may reduce symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis, nerve pain in people with diabetic neuropathy, and hypertension. Conjugated linolenic acid, or CLA, is another form of omega-6 which has been associated with potential health benefits. One large study found that taking CLA supplements daily significantly reduced body fat mass in humans. For humans to benefit from omega-3 fatty acids, the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 in our diets is very important. Humans developed on a diet which mainly consisted of wild game, marine life, and plants, which would have provided an omega-6 to 3 ratio of around 1 to 1. The challenge today with conventional farming and heavily processed foods rich in omega-6 is that our diets are becoming much higher in omega-6 and lower in omega-3 fatty acids, which scientists believe is leading to increased inflammation and associated health problems.
A typical Western diet today has an omega-6 to omega-3 ratio of around 16 to 1. This is one of the main reasons why health practitioners often recommend clients top up their omega-3 intake with supplements, along with making dietary changes such as eating organic and grass-fed meat, which contains a healthier ratio of omega-6 to omega-3. Although there are 11 types of omega-3 fatty acids in total, the three most important types are ALA, EPA, and DHA. ALA is found mostly in plants, while EPA and DHA are found in oily fish and algae. So let's look a little closer at these three different types of omega-3 fatty acids. First, let's talk about ALA, or alpha-linolenic acid. ALA can be obtained from a variety of plants and seeds, including kale, spinach, purslane, soybeans, walnuts, chia, flax, and hemp seeds. Flax seeds and rapeseed oils are high in ALA, and ALA can also be found in some animal fats. ALA needs to be converted to EPA and DHA before it can be utilized by the human body. The challenge with this is the conversion process is not very efficient, and only a small percentage of ALA converts to EPA and DHA. The remainder gets stored and used for energy the way the body stores other fats. Some studies have found a reduced risk of heart disease with increased ALA consumption, but others have indicated an increased risk of prostate cancer. The same correlation was not found with EPA and DHA. In fact, studies suggested that EPA and DHA may have a protective effect against prostate cancer. Second, let's discuss EPA, or eicosapent aonic acid. EPA forms eicosanoids, which help to reduce inflammation. Several studies have found that EPA and DHA, but EPA in particular, may reduce symptoms of depression. EPA may also reduce hot flashes in menopausal women. EPA and DHA are mostly found in seafood, particularly in fatty fish and algae. Grass-fed animal products also contain some EPA. And third, let's talk about DHA, or docosahexaonic acid. DHA is important for skin and eye health. DHA is essential for healthy brain development and function in children, and for mental health in adults. Deficiency in children has been associated with an increased risk in developing learning difficulties. In adults, deficiency has been linked to impaired brain function and increased risk of Alzheimer's disease. DHA is thought to have a positive impact on conditions including heart disease, arthritis, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and some cancers. It's very important for women to consume enough EPA and DHA during pregnancy and breastfeeding. During pregnancy and breastfeeding, optimal EPA and DHA levels are even more crucial due to their ability to support the healthy development of the fetus's brain, eyes, and nervous system, and to help the baby achieve a healthy birth weight, gestational length, and immune system. EPA and DHA also play a role in supporting positive mood in the mother, therefore potentially lessening the risk of postnatal depression. EPA and DHA may also reduce the chances of children developing issues with attention or focus, like ADHD, for example. However, oily fish, one of the best sources of EPA and DHA, 
is increasingly polluted with mercury and other toxins which are best avoided, particularly during pregnancy. For this reason, many women prefer to take an omega-3 supplement they know is pure and free from contaminants to help them achieve optimal levels. So, what are the benefits of an algae-based omega-3 supplement over fish oil? Algae-based omega-3 supplements are the only vegan means of supplementing with a bioavailable form of EPA and DHA. And vegetarian and vegan diets are typically lacking in those nutrients. Some algae-based supplements only provide DHA, so therefore it's important when you're looking for algae-based supplements to choose one that also contains EPA. Oily fish are rich in EPA and DHA, but the fish are getting it from their consumption of algae, which leads to concentrated EPA and DHA in their tissues. Essential fatty acids from algae, like fish oil, may also have a positive impact on cardiovascular health, brain and nervous system health, brain and nervous system development during pregnancy, eye health, the immune system, insulin sensitivity, body composition, and inflammation. But apart from being a good quality EPA DHA supplement for vegans, what other benefits do algae-based omega-3 supplements provide over and above fish oil supplements? First, they're more sustainable. A study carried out in 2006 found that if current overfishing and pollution patterns continue, we can expect to see a complete collapse of the world's fish populations by the year 2048. The UN has also reported that two-thirds of current fish populations are already depleted. Therefore, choosing an algae-based supplement as an alternative provides a more sustainable option. Second, algae-based supplements contain fewer contaminants. Unfortunately, as well as EPA and DHA, fish can potentially carry high levels of contaminants, including the pesticides DDT and dieldrin, and polychlorinated biphenyls, or PCBs. Mercury levels in our oceans have also increased by 30% in the last 20 years. So, fish consumption may also potentially lead to higher mercury levels in humans. Algae does contain some contaminants from the ocean, but the potential for concentrating in high levels like in fish is limited because algae are at the bottom of the food chain. And algae grown for supplements tends to be grown in a controlled environment, which is definitely preferable. If you're interested in adding omega supplements, you may be wondering, how much should I take? First of all, it's always wise to consult with a registered nutritional therapist before taking supplements because dosage and suitability is very much dependent on individual circumstances. However, as a guide, naturopaths recommend between 200 and 300 milligrams per day of an omega-3 supplement, containing good levels of both EPA and DHA. That may be enough for someone on a very well-balanced diet with an already good intake of healthy fats. However, for most people to reach optimal levels, they may want to consider taking a dosage closer to 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams per day of omega-3. This would be an algae-based omega-3 supplement containing a combination of EPA and DHA. A nutritional therapist may recommend this depending on the individual circumstances of the client. So this is just an approximate guide. It's very important when considering supplementation that the individual circumstances of the client are considered because supplements can be very powerful and what may be suitable for one person may not be advisable for another.
For example, a client taking warfarin or blood thinners would need to avoid taking an omega-3 supplement or take it under close medical supervision. Since omega-3, like warfarin, may have a blood thinning effect, therefore it causes excessive thinning of the blood if taken in conjunction with this medication. Remember, this information should not be considered as medical advice. Anyone with concerns about possible interactions between omega-3 supplements and prescribed medication should always consult their physician before adding such a nutrient to their nutritional regime. Once again, I'm David Green from Canella. Please check out our in-depth blogs and webinars at www.canellaholdings.com. And thanks for listening to our podcast. We'll be producing more podcasts shortly with more great in-depth information about naturopathic approaches and products that can help treat many vital health concerns.